Every time bus, we come into a stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, bus. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who knows? We ride! We ride! We ride! We ride! Let's ride on three! One, two, three! Let's ride! Back in Throwback Thursday edition of the program, 303-831-1340 is the hotline. It's the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Thanks for being with us, guys. We appreciate the interaction and the participation. Lots to talk about. It's coaching search here. It's like I feel like we're part of the uh, you know, decision-making circle here, Jake. I feel like we have some say in this thing. I'm sure all of Broncos country feels like that a little bit. Well, if we don't, we should. Because we're geniuses. Like a reality show, you know, like The Voice or something. We all get a vote for the best candidate, you know? And then at the end, we'll come out with the envelope and we'll say, Dan Quinn, you are the father. Oh. Probably. Combine a couple of different of our favorites together. Um, okay. Thanks for being with us, guys. 303-831-1340. We'll check out some text here. Let us know, Jake, when you're ready for some of those. Hotline, feel free to join the conversation. Well, tell me some cons on Dan Quinn. What are the cons on Dan Quinn? Because uh, you're getting a lot of pros. I think some of the cons for Dan Quinn was, um, you know, whenever... You know, his, you know, when he was with Matt Ryan and, you know, Kyle Shanahan was gone, he didn't really have much success. Um, so I think, you know, that's a, a kind of a glaring con, I think. Do you know what? Okay, let me comment on that. The comeback in the Super Bowl. Uh, rallied the team to like a Super Bowl high. Everybody knows the team that loses the Super Bowl comes back within some kind of incredible hangover. And the Broncos, the first team in NFL history to mix, miss the playoffs for six straight seasons after winning a Super Bowl. Um, I don't look at the things he didn't do in Atlanta. I look at the things he did do in Atlanta. He couldn't recapture that magic, obviously. But he helped create the magic. Do you believe in magic? Scooby Dooby. Remember that one from American Pie? Right. Well, you know, he did do some great things in Atlanta. Um, and the, the, I'm trying to find cons, though. Um, so there's not really many. He's had three real big opportunities in his football life, right? Right. Coordinating the Legion of Boom, uh, superstar. I mean, he could have a guy. A guy have done better work than he did. Okay, um, taking the Atlanta Falcons to a Super Bowl. The Atlanta Falcons are like a franchise. It's like maybe they're a little bit better than the Browns and the Lions, but not by much. No one's ever considered the Falcons amongst the you know great NFL teams and franchises. Nobody ever has. So to win at a place like that's extra hard. Atlanta never wins, yeah. And extra special, to be honest with you, Jake. Okay? So he takes the Atlanta Falcons to the Super Bowl, spins his tires for two and a half more years after that. They can't recapture that magic. Um, his brand is stale. They're not talented enough. Heads roll. Of course he's got to go. 
comes to the Cowboys. Their defense sucked last year. Uh, sucked at epic proportions, um, historic levels, right? Yeah, they were awful. That defense um, turned it turned an incredible corner, corner this year. Their offense was good last year, but the defense wasn't. That's why they weren't a good team last year. This year, they're a borderline great team, not just because the offense, because their defense is, is the equal. And then you develop players like Trayvon Diggs and Micah Parsons. Seekers yesterday was like, oh, you have those good players. No, no, no. We we drafted Noah Fan and Jerry Judy. They're supposed to be world beaters. Instead, they're very average, milk toast. Right. Micah Parsons is turned into an incredible player. It would have been would he have been a good player on any team? Yes. But did he turn out to be a defensive player? Not just defensive rookie of the year slam dunk, but defensive. Player of the year candidate without Dan Quinn? I'd say not. Probably not. Not Mike McCarthy's an offensive-minded head coach. That's all he cares about. So I think some of the cons that Dan Quinn may have is are he's bald. Are, <laughs> no, you know, bald's oh, cool. Yeah. You know, that I got no problem with bald okay. dudes. But I think some of them may be the same problems Vic Fangio had, as he has a hard time delegating defensive coordinator duties to where He's going to be calling the defensive plays, and he's going to be focusing too much on the defense. And he's not really an all-around head coach to where he can call some plays on offense if he has to. Uh, uh, I don't know that that's true. That's, that's we don't know if that's true because he let Kyle Shanahan do his thing, and they had a lot of success with it. And that's a little bit to your point, but. I I don't get an impression that he's a one-trick pony. He looks like a real head coach and every bit of a, a real head coach and a leader to me. So the things where Vic kind of lacked there was you didn't respect him on the offensive side because, for one, he's a frumpty dumpty. And two, you know that he never walked into an offensive meeting in his life. So I don't think that that's Dan Quinn. And I also think your second time around... You do things a lot different. You 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 know it's <laughs> like the first time around as a head coach, you try to be the head coach that all the other head coaches you've ever seen or worked for are, right? Right. It's your second time around, your second marriage around, your second serious relationship around where you're like, you know, it's you got to make this work. It's probably a little bit on me. What did Chris Rock say? You're never going to find the perfect girl. You're never going to find the perfect head coach. You're never going to find the girl that's into uh, Seinfeld and the Wu-Tang Clan like you are, you know? Right. So who's got the best of all of the things that the Broncos need as a head coach? Doug Peterson. I would say Dan Quinn. Because there's that chase a little bit. I don't know if I could see Doug Peterson as a head coach to be winning Super Bowls with two different franchise franchises. I don't see that in him. I don't know why. It's like literally the way he looks. It's not based off of anything, guys. Right. And I'm being honest with you. Other than like what I know about him, his kind of quirkiness, how it went down, you know, in uh, Philly. I think he got, he thinks he got shortchanged and burned. He did. Well, whether he did or he didn't, it's like you, he, there was a way to probably save his job. Well, he made he, the right decision in moving on from Carson Wentz to Jalen Hurts, and the ro the locker room divided because of it, and a lot of problems stemmed 
from the offensive line. He stuck with Carson Wentz too long. I don't know yeah. all the dirty secrets of how it went down there, but I know that, I don't know. Dan Quinn seems strictly business. Doug Peterson seems like there was some drama along the way as well. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? For sure. Um, but I'm still a Doug Peterson guy regardless. Why? We, Just because he won it? He won it. That means a lot. Don't get me wrong. I'm a championship guy. People have told me on the show that like I care too much about championships when it mm-hmm. comes to players, legacies, and, and, and things like that. But Well, I said it on the podcast yesterday. The real reason why I'm drawn to Doug Peterson is because he knows what a good quarterback looks like. He was a backup to Brett Favre and Dan Marino, so he knows exactly you know, what it takes to be a great. And, you know, he was a quarterback's coach for a long time. He's an offensive-minded head coach. He's won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles so he could get the best out of, you know, average talent. He seems to fit exactly what the Broncos are missing, a quarterback and an offense. I don't want Dan Quinn because the defense is already solid. Is that because of Vic Fangio's schemes or is it because of the players? Who knows? But as long as Doug Peterson brings in a solid defensive coordinator, this is going to be a good team. The crazy thing is I could see Doug Peterson in Broncos gear. He wears like his team's gear. He's that guy, you know, the hat, the whole thing. I could see it. I could kind of see it and picture it and feel like he would actually kind of look the part. I think what you like about Doug Peterson the most is that he's kind of a offensive version of Dan Quinn in terms of resumes and reputation. Right. I think that's what is the biggest turn on for Doug Peterson as opposed to Dan Quinn. Cause I think Dan Quinn's more like right now in the thick of it, you know, you step away from a year of football, it, you know, you come back in and maybe it passes you by. No, a little no, bit. no, not necessarily that, but like, I don't know, man, Dan Quinn hasn't skipped a beat. Doug Peterson has to come in and kind of build a little bit. Right. And again, both guys are going to come here and do the same thing, but I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about it. He's out of football. That's what I, that's maybe what it is. You know, Doug Peterson's out of football this year and by choice. He could have been an assistant anywhere last year. He could have went to the back to the chiefs, been assistant head coach, all that kind of jazz. But I rather, you know, take the year off and get paid six or $7 million to do it too. Right. We got a text that we didn't get to yesterday from Noit. He says, Dallas reporter Mike Fisher says Broncos zoning in on Quinn and are interviewing Mayo and Getzi to be the coordinators. If true, I'm all in for that. I would love that. I would love that because you're getting essentially two out of the three guys that you consider to be your head coaches. That's why Broncos country got a little bit hoodwinked and fooled uh, with Fangio three years ago because Mike Munchak you're thinking should be the head coach for them to have landed Vic Fangio and have Mike Munchak come be a part of his staff with Shermer. You're like, that's another former head coach. You're thinking we're went from Vance who was kind of players coach. Didn't know what it looked like, smelt like, felt like, tastes like to a guy to a, a situation with three, you know, basically three former head coaches on the team and one new and two former and all the professionalism and football foundation and football jazz um, that you could possibly have um, old school football stuff that didn't work either. So maybe this time around they get that right. Mayo as a coordinator and Quinn as a 
um, head coach, go get you some offensive young hot shot. I'd be down for that. Sounds pretty good to me. Sounds really good to me, actually. All right, let's go to break. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Thanks for being with us. Plenty of time to get involved with the show. Got to text us. Uh, call us if you'd like. Smiley Sports. Back in. Throwback Thursday edition of the program. 303-831-1340. The hotline and the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Thanks for being with us, guys. We appreciate the interaction and the participation. Uh, the Brady brand stuff. Tom Brady has been designing one of the most incredible clothing lines of a generation. It's the Brady brand, okay? Where T-shirts that say Brady on them in black letters run you about $75. You want one of these white Brady hoodies? That say Brady across them in black letters. That'll cost you $195, Jake. Count me out. You're out? I'm out. I don't want none of that Brady gear. I got you the air fryer for Christmas this year. Would you like the Brady hoodie next year? No, I don't. Would you That's just a waste rather of money for you? It, yeah. Uh, because it all it says is Brady. It all says Brady on it. Can you have some cooler designs, Tom, please? Well, I mean, are you, how arrogant are you? How egotistical are you man oh let me just sell some stuff that says my name on it can it be arrogant and egotistical if you're the greatest man in the history of a human race yes it still is yeah it still it sounds like eric goodman anything. a little bit oh 100 kind of a big deal <laughs> okay kind of a big deal would peyton manning ever do something like this i don't think so i don't think so either why because he has some class. <laughs> okay. Uh, pretty cool. Sure. I mean, make your money, man. I mean, no doubt about it. I'm not knocking the hustle or I'm not knocking your business at all, but I'm just not going to buy it. Come up with a cooler design if other than just the words Brady. Then maybe I'll, I'll buy a hoodie or a shirt. If it has like, you know, I don't know, a football on there. I don't know. Some cool designs. Other than that, I mean, I don't, I don't see myself buying any of that. Would you dip in and you know buy some gear, some Brady brand gear? I'd wear it for free. I would wear it for free, but I would not be buying any of it. Uh, Promotion stuff only. Yeah, if he was to send the station some stuff, I'd wear it, and proudly. You know what I mean? And people would be like, "Where'd you get that?" And I'd be like, "Obviously, I'm super rich." This is a $200 hoodie, and I got it from TomBrady.com, if that's what his website is. But um, it's not like, uh, what? jeez. What could make a hoodie worth $200? Uh, gold in their- Trim? You know, aglets on the- Ooh. Um, on the little- uh, Dinglies? Yeah, the- Little dingly. The little tie, string. String tie. Yeah. Tie strings. Put a little gold on the Dang. aglet there. That's pretty good um, idea. You know- that's nice there. Wow. Uh, other than that, I mean, just a really cool hoodie. Yeah. You know, maybe some like 
Um, what about one of the holes in the little sleeve here, like a yoga guy? No, no, that, that doesn't, no. Okay, no, no. I don't want that. Okay, uh, maybe some some heating technology in there. Ooh, what about Keep dry warm, dry fit? So you won't get sweaty and you'll dry quick, but you'll be super stinky like those shirts make me. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. You ever wear those dry fits? Definitely. You ever smell good after? No. Especially after, you know, I'll a, wear a workout as sesh. an undershirt sometimes and then get home later and my wife be like, what's that smell? You stink. I'll be like, but I'm dry from not working out. It's the shirt. It's not me. <laughs> um, okay. What's the most you've ever spent on a hoodie? The most I've ever spent on a hoodie, probably like 80 to 100. Text, inflation makes hoodies 200. So see, I might have it wrong because I remember back in the day when new era hats, like a hat at lids was $20 and then 22. And I was like, $20 for a hat? <laughs> and then they were 30 and I was like, I remember $20 hats. Now they're $42. And I'm like, I wish I can have a hat again. <laughs> because... I mean, you know, again, my $20 hats was the 90s. That was the 90s, Jake. When I was running around Villa Italia in Southwest Plaza with Ray Ray and the Vato Cholos Locos Vatos. And sexy wild women and stuff. And lowriders. But uh, damn. For a hat, that's ridiculous. I've spent like eighty or hundred for a hoodie, but it's been like team store hoodie. Like this probably was sixty or seventy or something like this. But right. I, I know people too. These things I get whenever I want for free. People want me to be wearing their things. You know what I mean? Right. You know so these designer brands just are begging me to wear. I'm their like Rob gear. Kardashian a little bit. I'm like so kind of huge. My clout is so powerful. I could be a little chunky and still get away with it with the ladies and things like that. Um, yeah, right. But there'll be a point when I want to get all buffed out soon. I'm leaning out right now, then I'm going to get all huge. With Start those steroids. Pumping weights with those roids, get those popcorn muscles going. What were you going to say? Uh, we got a text from our guy F. Lewis. He okay. says, What if it had a picture of a goat on it? Wow. Just a goat? A real Just life a goat? goat? Just a goat. Or like one of those goat back halves and Brady front halves. Oh, a centaur goat? Yes. But it's Brady Goat. Mah. That would be cool. Right? That would be kind of cool. See? That's unique. That's something I still would not want. But. That'd be a limited drop, though. Right. Crossover with Supreme. X Supreme collab. Then it's $500. Oh, oh, oh yeah. That's six or 700 at Culture Street then. And he's like, you got any of those? I'll bring him some stuff. He's like, you got any Supreme hoodies that have got like the Bape uh, Gorilla on that thing there? You got that. BB Goat. Uh, Exclusively from uh, Centaur Rodeo goat. Drive. Brady Goat. Centaur. I was like, no. I got the fake Taiwanese version of that that I ordered with some jerseys, if you want that. Can I still get like 50 for it? Can I tell you one funny story? Of course. I was looking on Craig's for a little bit of stuff. Because you'll find like starters and pro lines and stuff like that. You know, just the occasional little thing. Some of the stuff I take to the Culture Street guys, right? Build a little pile up, take it. There's this hoodie, Kid Cuddy. You know Kid Cuddy? Well, yeah. Okay. Day and night. Yeah. That guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a hoodie. It was like a concert hoodie, Kid Cuddy. It was like 25 bucks. 
And I was looked it up and I was like, this sells for like three hundred or two hundred, one fifty dollars. So I had to go over by um, met a guy over by City Park. Okay, bought the hoodie. He's like, this is my son's hoodie. You know, it's a cool hoodie. I was like, yeah, it is. I'm ripping you off. It's badass. I'm about to go get two hundred for this hoodie. And then I took it to Culture Street, and Andy was like, this hoodie's fake. It's not a real hoodie. Oh. And I was like, how do you, how do you know it's a fake one? It looks like the real one to me. And he's like, see how this arms is falling off of it? And the stitching's all coming off. No, it wasn't like that. It was a good fake. It was just like a fake one. You can still rock it, but I got burnt. And I was like, all right, well, then here's the real question. How much are the fakes worth? He was like, nothing. I don't want it. $5. And I was like, okay. You could have a paper clip back there if you need one. <laughs> so uh, he hangs the fake Jordans and things that come in and get through up in the ceiling. They're everywhere. It looks like these badass shoes. You wouldn't know it. And I actually want them <laughs> to like wear and things. Because I wouldn't wear like my real. Right. The authentic. I just can't do it. I used to occasionally wear like a, a pair to hoop in. But even then I'm like, you just stepped on my Kyrie Dukes, you stupid idiot. God. L- last week you stepped on my Kyrie Bruce Lee's. What are we trying to do here? Play basketball? Or look good? Kyrie's so soft. Not his shoes. They're hard. Um, Chauncey Billups said Kyrie's the greatest. I'm sorry. The most skilled point guard in the history of the National Basketball League. Legwald, what do you think? I think he's right. You know, I have, really? I think he's up there. Ooh. No doubt about it. You know, I can't hate on the skill level that he plays with. I, I could just hate on, you know, some of the things he says and, you know, how dumb he is. But uh, <laughs> the skill is there. You know, he, he's very hard to defend. And without Kyrie, LeBron doesn't get that chip in Cleveland. Okay. Let's go to break. Come back. Talk sports. Danny and Jake at Smiley Sports. Love Marty McFly. Wild card weekend. Jake just got a little wilder. FanDuel Sportsbook's looking up all new customers with 31 enhanced odds. That means you can bet $5 to win $150 on any of the teams to win any of the wild card games. That's right. This is the time to act. $10 first deposit. Not $1,000, not $500, not even $100. $10. Deposit it. Bet $5. Hit that bet. You got 160 in your account, ready to do whatever you want to do with. Already have a FanDuel Sportsbook account? Well, FanDuel's hooking up all customers with $50 when you refer a friend, plus your friend will get $50 too. Don't miss your chance to win $150 on a $5 bet when you use promo code MHS at sign up. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Use promo code MHS. Pick out your wildcard team and make sure you do it before kickoff. 21 and older, present in Colorado. New users only. $10 first deposit required. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bonus 
$150. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Jake? The Nuggets. They, uh, like you said, this is a must-win tonight no against Damian Portland. No Damian Lillard. You have to beat these guys. Yeah, this this team is not good without Dame. And even with Dame, they're, they've been struggling sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the 10 seed, 16-24. and 24. Uh, you, you have to find a way to beat this team. They're eight games below 500. If you lose, you're right at 500, and you'll probably be um, fall all the way to the eight seed after that. Um, so this is a huge game for the Nuggets to, to stay in the uh, regular playoffs and not have to play in the playing game. Um, so this is this is huge and. It's well, all, it's also big for Nikola Jokic's MVP status. There's teams about eight or nine teams that are more talented than Nuggets when they play them, okay? Because they're going to be shorthanded, just straight up more talented. Those are the games the Bronco, the Nuggets should lose. Uh, but there's 20 other teams here who the Nuggets are still better than, and this is a bottom 10 team. Got to have it. Those middle kind of tier teams that kind of who and what the Nuggets are, got to split those games, got to beat the bad teams, and you got to steal a couple from the good teams. Um, like the Golden State win, but also we can't have these big letdowns. The Clippers lost here, uh, 18-point comeback, um, the Clippers team that's lesser talented than you. That's probably one of the two or three worst losses on uh, this season, okay? And can't do it, you know? The Nuggets are historically known for giving up these big leads, and it's gone now for a few years. You know, they get the big lead, and they just take a quarter off. It's mind blowing. It's on Mike Malone, and he even said you could put this one on me for them blowing the lead. So Mike Malone's got to figure something out and how to get these guys to play a full game because it's either the third quarter, you know, or second quarter, whichever it may be. This in this last game, it was the fourth. They just can't play a full game, and um, I don't know if that's due to you know exhaustion. Are they tired because they don't have the the horses to run mm-hmm. because of the injury issues or if it's a, a problem deeper down because even last year and, and a couple years before that they've had the same issue for a while and they still haven't found a way to fix that issue jake stop the show <laughs> huge breaking news oh the bulbul trade is off what? Yes. Turns out he couldn't pass a physical Dang. with Detroit. And what's crazy is Jake happens to have some family in the professional, uh, the medical field there in Detroit. They got to look at Bobo's chart. Turns out, Jake, his bones, bones are made. They're made of what? Pie crust. Pie crust. They had never seen anything like it before, you know? Uh, no, I don't know, man. Just crumbling. Mm-hmm. Cracks in almost every corner. I'm <laughs> um, seeing here a picture of... Listen to this crew right now hanging. Kanye? Floyd? Mayweather? Madonna? Antonio Brown? And Kanye's new little piece, uh, Julia Fox? Is this just like a party or like I think a, this a podcast? Is like, they're all hanging out together. It's looking weird. It's just trending right now. I'm looking at it. Kanye's doing everything to make Kim jelly. It's not working. Pete Davidson's got that huge wiener. It's not probably no going back at that point. Uh, Floyd uh, Mayweather's always kind of awkward around other 
celebrities. Antonio Brown's trying to talk to Kanye about rapping or something. And Madonna's like grooving this old lady, like jamming out by herself. They're hanging at a couch. Where would this be at? Kanye's new place right across the street from Kim. No, he's knocking that down. Oh. That's a tear down. <laughs> I don't know. Are they, does it look like a public yeah, place? Last or night, they, it was last night. They just chilling at someone's crib. Julia Fox is loving this limelight. Who is she? Just some random like, like a D actress, like a oh. C or D actress. Yeah, I don't know. Come on, Kanye, you could do better than that. I would think so. You got to go be with like, I don't know. <sighs> Who could Kanye be with? It's hard being a celebrity and finding the love. That's true. You know. Yeah, with the limelight and the uh, the paparazzi and you know just. All the headlines. You can't even live your life without reading a headline. <laughs> okay. 303-831-1340. The hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Um what's the spread on this Nuggets game? Because uh you know, they they usually find a way after going on a skid to right the ship and they usually do it in a big way. Ten and a half points. Ten and a half. Wow. I, pff, give me Portland, honestly. And the ten and a half? Give me Portland and the ten and a half. The Nuggets that's, don't really blow teams out. No, they don't. And that's full strength, Jamal Murray Nuggets. You know, the Nuggets are great at getting 18 and 20 point leads and then having to win by like five or six or four points after the second half came crumbling down around you. Man, these Nuggets. I don't want that. I'm trying desperately. I think what I've been doing this season is trying to act like this season's not a wasted one. Trying to act like this season's like for something or still worth something. When I think people think, oh, Jamal Murray's coming back. Then it'll all be better. They will be better, but they won't be the nuggets of 2022-2023 season when everyone's kind of back at full strength. Right. So last year with the injuries, um, a year where people thought they were going to make a run at a championship was a wasted year. This year with Jamal Murray coming back, I'm not sure in what shape and kind of form and all that kind of stuff. And no Michael Porter Jr. Um, this year is a waste more than this any. year feels like it's just kind of a waste, especially, you know, with the numbers that Nikola Jokic is putting up and the way that he carries the team night in and night out eventually he's going to get worn down and they need they desperately need their guys to come back healthy and you know i guess this season is uh you know just to make the playoffs all you got all you want to do is make the playoffs and when jamal murray comes back give yourself an opportunity to make a playoff run but i don't see them winning a championship not without full, uh not without being at full strength Okay, let's go to break. Come back one final segment. Put a betting slip together. I don't know, man. I'm not going to touch Nuggets tonight. If I do, I'm going to shave it down to like a covering seven points or something like that. All right. Uh, A couple more candidates we'll talk about. A couple guys I've been hearing about around town who we haven't mentioned uh, much of, but... 
Man, hard to believe it won't be Dan Quinn. And you got to picture yourself if you, you know, the news breaking and you hearing it. How would you feel? What's your instant kind of feeling of this is the right guy? Uh, Could have done better. Um, perfect guy for the job. I want to hear from you guys. Smiling Sports. Tonight, I don't want to lose your love tonight. Final segment, Throwback Thursday edition of the program, 303-831-1340 is the hotline. It's the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys, the action, uh, the participation. All uh, you guys kind of do get involved with the show and listen to us and watch us and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's great. We love you guys, my brothers. Okay, um, Jake. One final segment. What's left on the cutting room floor? Um. Well, in regards to um the NBA last night, we had a great game with the Bulls and the Brooklyn Nets. That was you know could be a, a Eastern Conference Finals matchup. You know the Nets were handling their business, so uh, that was a great game. Um, but other than that, um, you know, just continuing the head coaching search and, you know, checking out the Nuggets and the rest of the NBA action tonight. Okay. You got anything you like tonight? Um, There's a couple NBA I like tonight. Let's see here. NBA on TNT. I like the Grizzlies to cover four points at home against the Timberwolves. Um... Do you like what about the uh, Warriors? You're getting points there. Nets are feeling good about themselves. They killed the Thunder tonight, and the Thunder have been a good cover cover team the last week or uh, like maybe eight games or so. I like the Nets to cover seven and a half points. What did you say? Uh, do you like the uh, Warriors getting points tonight Warriors. or against the Milwaukee Bucks? Nah, it's uh, I think they're gonna get hammered. no. Thank you. That's a no. Thank you for me. Affair. Uh, I could be talked in the Clippers plus three and a half at the Pelicans. The Pelicans are at full strength, though, now for what it is. Well, without Zion, I guess. But they got Valachunas, you know? Right. You know, he's a stud. Yeah. He's a great paint presence. You know, He's, he's a big horse of a man. Oh. He's got the beard. He's got the... Yeah, and they got uh, Brandon Ingram, who's, uh, you know, a really good scorer. So they're not a poop team right now. You think uh, Brooklyn can get it done on a back-to-back? I do. They're going to be at home, so they're not going to have Kyrie. Um, That's okay. And... I'm not sure what that's a good win for their morale and for the, you know, um, who is the best team in the Eastern Conference kind of collective there. That was a good win for them last night. Uh, I like that. It's probably what I'll mess with. So you're not going to touch Nuggets in Portland? Nah. No, thanks. Yeah. What about. Any NHL, you're our NFL expert or NHL expert. So looking at the hockey today, um, right off the bat, I like Tampa Bay. Uh, the Lightning on the money line, it's not really valuable pick, so you're going to have to parlay that with some stuff. Uh, Lightning, minus 265. Give me the uh, Hurricanes over the Blue Jackets, Bruins over the Flyers, and um, to finish up, you know, I still got a few picks that I like. I like the Islanders over the Devils. Um, also the Predators over the Sabres. 
there's there's a lot of games tonight and there's there's parlay opportunities here because there's some mismatches here tonight. So I got a five leg parlay Dang. to ten turns to thirty five. Okay. Uh, did you hear about the uh, Atlanta Hawks? Well, of course I did, but why don't you tell the listeners about it uh, from the beginning in very much detail? Well, it looks like the Atlanta Hawks are going to trade Cam Reddish to the New York Knicks for Kevin Knox and a first-round pick. So that that's a that's a big trade. Um, reuniting what to the Hawks. Um, I don't know. Damn, they had a good thing going. I like a lot of their pieces. The, um, the same Capella, thing. Collins, Trey Reddish was I thought a nice little. Fit there. Well, they're having some of the Bagdanovich. same same issues as New York is now. You know, they had the hot season last season, and now they're falling apart this year. So oh, you said the Knicks? Yeah, yeah, they got in their act together a little bit. So the Hawks, I think, you know, lost this trade. You're trading Cam Reddish to New the Knicks for a, now. They're just trying to trim some fat and recalibrate Knox? a little bit. Kevin Knox, but a first round pick that is nice. That is nice. So Cam Reddish reuniting with R.J. Barrett. You know. From from Duke the Duke days, and you know that's that's pretty interesting there. Okay. And the Nuggets needed some kind of fringe trade scoring help like that, but they're so again, there's a good and a bad thing to having three superstar contracts. You're supposed to have three superstars on the court, but also when you have three superstar contracts, there's no wiggle room. You're you know to do anything else or to bring you over a Cam Reddish, you can come and. You know, give you 15 or 17 a night for a team that's so desperate for scoring help. You know, you could mortgage the future, too, and you can make moves for guys that when you are at full strength would be great compliments. But you feel like you have to cash in now for like immediate help. They're not doing that. They're, you know, standing kind of, you know, firm, I guess. Uh it just feels like, and you don't realize it till it's gone. This is Jokic's prime. We're in the middle of it. If you have a superstar in his, the, the Trailblazers wasted Damian Lillard's prime. They wasted his prime. Okay, the like Russell Westbrook, he went to a finals with the Thunder, but he wasted his prime when Kevin Durant went and got two a couple championships with Golden State you know, did something else for himself. Uh, Russell Westbrook's prime kind of got wasted. Bradley Bill, probably the same. There's guys who were great players, um, Hall of Fame caliber of players. Uh, but what makes it worse with Jokic, I think Jokic is an all-time great player. And I think he will be the same player for another three years, three or four years. That's as far as I'm willing to go. You can't predict health into a guy's 30s, especially for a seven-footer. Is Jokic the best player on the planet right now? Um, no, because best player on the planet, some of the like one of the equations or factors to deciding that has to uh, come in form of wins, and they're a five hundred team. So that's why on the MVP kind of he's like below Ja Morant now. I don't know about that. Um, he's dip uh, behind Steph, and he's dip behind Durant. Right now, and then we talk about Jokic probably in the fourth, fourth, around four. DeRozan's a candidate too, but I think his team's pretty talented. So you're not, you know, you know that's just a good team. Um, yeah, for me it goes Steph number one, Giannis number two, 
KD number three. Giannis has missed too many games for me. Okay. But okay. he is that's, that that's guy. Fair. And, you know, anytime he's on the floor and on the court, they're the, one of the best teams in the in the East. And they and he's um, a stat stuffer unlike any maybe we've ever had in the history of the game, to be honest with you, in terms of uh, the rebounds and the point total stuff. I mean, he doesn't pass the ball like Jokic, but I mean, Jokic will give you like 30. Uh, Giannis will give you 34 and like 14. And you're like, huh. No big deal. And the defense that Giannis gives you as well, the paint presence, the blocks, everything that you get with uh, Giannis's defense just adds to his MVP caliber. But I'll have Jokic right at that number four spot um, right behind It's not too KD. late for him, I don't think. You know, No, nah, they can make a push. You know, they get themselves back into the top five spots in the West. A uh, bunch of games over 500, and, you know, he could close the gap. Got to have some big performances. Um, maybe an injury from somebody. You know, I don't know. It's just what it is. It's hard to go back-to-back. Back. Yeah. Guys do it, but not guys like Jokic. He's still Actually, the best I'm wrong the about that. Uh, Steve, uh, Steve Nash went back-to-back back when one of those should have been Kobe's MVP. Uh, but, again, he was so different, so unique. They were winning 60-plus games. You know, he was exciting and fun and all that kind of stuff. So I wouldn't give another MVP to Giannis. I'd probably find my way to giving the MVP to Steph. Steph or Ja Morant. Ja. The come up's true, no, bro. No, it's not Ja. It's either going to be Steph or KD. That's the whole show. I got nothing left to say. You did a good job, Jake. Appreciate it. Uh, listeners, you guys are the best. We'll be back tomorrow on a football Friday. I think Cello will be in with us. Uh, you know, stay tuned. I don't think you have to keep checking your phone for did they make a hire yet? Did they make a hire yet? I think we're still some time and some ways out there. What I'm hoping to hear is some Russell uh, Wilson stir up here. A little bit of uh, Russell Wilson um, rumor mill type of stuff. But other than that, we appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. They ain't see me because I pulled up in my other place.